What's up, Internet? You're tuned in episode two of the Steam Deck Podcast, Flip Screen Games' weekly podcast about Valve's hot new handheld, the Steam Deck. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined as always by my very good friend and co-host, Mr. Stephen Radford. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, Steve. It's a good week to talk about Steam Deck, but of course, isn't every week a good week to talk about Steam Deck? Let's rock and roll, baby. Yeah. How you doing? I'm excited. This, uh, Yeah, I'm really excited. Big, big week. We've been playing some games, not the the main one we're going to be talking about on the show, but like unfortunately, Rollerdrome on Steam Deck. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. Can't wait. Uh, and of course, <laughs> like of course, everyone's favorite game, it. everyone's favorite game, Multiverses. Of course, of course, I'm playing a lot of that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, welcome to episode two, everybody. Thank you so much for the reaction to episode one. Um, so many of you tuned in for that first one, and it was a, a really, really uh, a, an awesome, warm welcome to episode one. So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I'm excited to jump into episode two here because we're going to be talking about triple uh, A games on Steam Deck and spe- specifically PlayStation games because there is, you know, of course, the big release of Spider Man Remastered. Uh, on PC this week, which everybody's talking about, uh, but there's also some potential, some stuff that you know in the in the game that is pointing to the idea of a PlayStation launcher coming to PC. So of course, the question on our mind immediately is, okay, but it will it work on Steam Deck, right? So we're going to talk all about that, the implications of it, and how you know we hope it may work out, um, but. Before that, of course, let me remind you that this episode of the Steam Deck Podcast is brought to you by our Patreon producers for the month of August. They are, of course, Christian Oliveria, Christopher Valenz, Gabriel Hasselmeyer, a.k.a. Asobi, Mary Berry, Smokey Shake, Wakahula, and Zaid Ida. Thank you all so much for your support over on Patreon.com slash Games. Y'all are the real to the real, and we appreciate your support of this fine program. And our, and our whole slate of programs. Hey, if you're a new viewer and you're just joining us for the Steam Deck podcast for the first time, go check out our other shows. We've got some good stuff. Our sister show, the Flip Screen Game podcast and Nintendo Noise. Truly some, uh, some great content. If you want to find links to all the places you can find that content, head over to flipscreen.games. That's our website where you can find our Discord, our Twitch channel. Anywhere we are on the web, you'll find a link to it over there, uh, including our brand new YouTube channel. If you haven't already gone and checked it out, Flip Screen Live is our new second channel. We'll be having all of the archives of our Twitch streams go up uh, within within about 24 to 48 hours of the original broadcast, uh, depending on the video itself. So go check that out. Uh, we've already got some content up there. We'll have a new episode going up uh, pretty soon now where uh, Steve is getting back into Shenmue after quite a break. Retro Wednesdays are back. So you're going to want to go check that one out because I'm sure it was a good time. Oh, it was a really good time. We've got some um, some new uh, audio uh, alerts coming from that game. Like uh, Wong saying "Oh no" was hilarious, <laughs> and like <laughs> it's just like ridiculous. That game it just gives such comedy gold from its absolute terrible acting. It's wonderful. <laughs> so if you want to see Steve uh, go go play through that, make sure you go give the YouTube channel a subscribe or. You know, go tune in on Twitch every Wednesday when he goes live. Um, but, of course, uh, if you want to go above and beyond to show that support, head over to the Patreon where you can get a bunch of good perks and goodies, including our exclusive show One More Thing, including early access to this show and all of our other shows. It's a good time and, of course, the best way to show your support of the channel and all the stuff that we're trying to do over here. But... 
that's enough shilling for now. Let's jump into the main event here. Spider-Man Remastered has come to PC, and it is already setting records. Uh, quite a few records here. It is uh, right now the number four bestseller on Steam. And Steve, clarify for me. Is that right now? Like just current, current, current bestseller? Current bestseller? Yeah. Right. Important context yeah. there. But it's, still. It's the 172nd um, most highly rated game of all time. Wow. That's pretty good. Top 200 yeah, of all time days, yeah. on the platform? Yeah, yeah, yeah. wow, in only four, four days. days. That's pretty good. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Really good game. Yeah, well, it's solid. Really solid. Like, the concurrence have been averaging around 35,000, peaked at 66,000 on the first day. and Which is high for a single-player game. Half a million. Yeah, yeah, really high. Est- estimated around half a million sales so far, unique players, Ooh. which is insane within four days as well yeah i mean it's not elden ring levels yet but i think it could probably get up there spider-man clearly has pulling power of course yeah i mean no no surprise there right um but it's interesting i mean that uh hitting that half a million mark makes it one of the most successful or, or on track i guess to be probably the most successful by quite a bit of playstation's efforts on on steam so far because currently i believe god of it's war it's gonna be one of their most successful on playstation as well right? oh yeah definitely yeah which again so it makes right, sense it's, it's most Spider-Man. successful on playstation it's gonna be most successful on pc people really like spider-man yes that is yes that is true i am people <laughs> so yeah i uh you know Great to see. Um, glad to see that you know the PC audience can can finally get their hands on it, um, and you know play around with it. I know there's a lot of a lot of really uh, you know crazy mods already coming out. I've already seen one that lets you play the game as Stan Lee or lets you play as Kingpin, and you know you, there's there's a lot uh, you can imagine them getting up to in that yeah. you know just with the you know the the tool set that's been granted, right? Because it's just you know that that realization of new york is so incredible and there's just so many you know marvel characters or otherwise that you could see thrown in there just to uh to make things a little bit wackier but i'm excited to see like what the modding community is going to do with like custom um you know like suits and stuff like that you know and because there's some great suits in the base game but you got to imagine that the modding community is probably gonna get in there and make a ton of other crazy wacky stuff Oh yeah, they'll, they'll be fired up 100%. I, I, it always fascinates me how the, the levels of creativity that the modding community has, which is awesome. But, you know, even aside from that, the the feature set that Nix has put into this, like the, the level of like detail that they really went into to make this a true PC game rather than just a, a port of a console game, they went... They went you know above and beyond there is additional textures that they've added which go like higher res than the playstation can go there's enhanced ray tracing support uh we've got nvidia's dlss in there and there's there's like specific um profiles that are aimed more towards the steam deck of course like there's like a a, a low mode low graphics mode and there's even like lower than low i can't remember what they call it but it's uh it goes. It, you can really eke out the performance if that's what you want to go for. But I think the majority of people will will probably want to play this one on on like thirty frames per second um, locked. I don't think it'll even really hit forty, but it's worth a try. And there's 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 probably people out there who have been experimenting and putting up the best settings. So 
have a dig around on the on the Steam Deck subreddit. So I'm glad that you you brought that up because I want to kind of touch on that a little bit because I know that you've played a good amount of kind of bigger triple A type games on the Steam Deck, and yeah, I'm interested in um. I guess demystifying that a little bit because I have definitely not played as many, um, but the game the game that I tried and spent the most time with it um, in that fashion has been Jedi Fallen Order, which is not a super new game, right? Like it, it was, it came out in twenty nineteen. It's up there though, you know. It's, it's an Unreal Engine four game, so it's still you know the latest engine. Yeah, this uh, counts Unreal Engine five, but. Uh, like it's still it's still pretty demanding it's, game. It's inarguably a modern game, you know. Yeah. And I, I, I would say my experience with it was a bit of a mixed bag. And I wanna I wanna chat with you about it because I know that you've done it uh, more than me and have had a good time with it. And I think this is one of those things where the difference between us that we called out in the first episode, right? Where like you are happy to tinker and I really just kind of want to be able to pick up and play. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that is where my experience with it struggled the most because I, with, with Jedi Fallen Order, right? Like I, I got the game, uh, picked it up on the steam sale, which was great. And you know, it, it runs well on steam deck. And I was playing in handheld mode, and I graphically the the look and experience and feel of it was solid. Um, but I was in an environment where I didn't want to put on headphones, but I didn't like the experience of like I was struggling with the audio um, because of how good the sound design is in that game, right? And like wanting to get all of those great you know Star Wars sound effects and have that you know that the layer to it. Um, so I was like, all right, you know what? Like, why don't I use this as an opportunity to test doing, um, like putting, putting it through an adapter and putting it on the television, right? Which is something that I'd really only done once or twice with retro games. And it was like, how, how do I do this like faux switch experience with this? And it worked okay, but I was frustrated with the experience of like, it's not, it wasn't seamless, right? Because we don't have the steam, the steam dock yet. Um, which hopefully... I actually don't think it's the Steam Dock that's going to do anything magic. I no. think that is just Gen. That's just it's 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 pretty much what we've got already, just in a nice package and all neatly put together with a Steam Deck logo on. I think it's the software that's not quite le- there yet. You know, mm. we I've been docking it pretty much since day one. They've already added in some additional settings that you might want to go dig through. Really, that only show up when they're when you're dock in docked mode which is um, scaling the UI and scaling the image. Um, by yes. default, it does not scale oh. the UI or and they the fix image, that. and you have to turn the toggles on in the settings. But they've added that functionality, you're saying? Yeah, that feature's in there. I think it's only in preview at the moment, so if you're on beta, you might need to switch to preview. Okay. And if you're on stable, it's probably a ways down the, down the line. There's also another setting that's a per-game setting, which is um, game resolution. The majority of games by default will max out the resolution at 800p, which is the internal yes. resolution of the Switch, of the not the Switch, the Steam Deck's screen. You can override that. So go into the properties. So if you go onto a game, click the, the hamburger menu, go to properties, 
there's a setting in there called um, game resolution and you can override that either for the internal screen and the docked screen or just the docked screen set that to be whatever you want you'll probably want it to be up to 1080p which will unlock all of the 16 by 9 aspect ratios at that point and you're probably going to want to set it to 720p which is 1280 by 720 Another thing you're going to want to take advantage of when you do that is FSR, which is one of the scaling methods that you have. FSR doesn't work when the game is set to full screen mode. It needs to be set to windowed mode. So in, in the game settings, there will there's always a toggle in pretty much every game. You can have windowed, windowed full screen or full screen. Most games default to full screen. FSR doesn't work when a game's in full screen, but if you change it to windowed or windowed full screen, FSR will kick in and that's AMD's built-in up-res thing and it'll make it like sharper and try and do a little bit of um, uh, rebuilding. I think I noticed that. I think I when I put it in windowed mode, I thought it looked sharper and I think I left it that it way. It will look sharper, so That yeah. explains yeah. that. Um, see, this is this is the this is the beauty, right? Because you're here solving all my problems, Steve. I'm learning that there is a solution. Um, and I was I was fussing around. I was I was trying to do the Steam Deck thing. I was trying to like be like, okay, like let me figure this out like a PC gamer. I'm gonna play with the settings and look some stuff mm-hmm. up. And there, I guess there there wasn't a solution at that time. And the beauty of the Steam Deck, right, is that like we're in that early Wild West period. So it's like every other week, it's like, oh, that thing that you wanted, we added it. Cool, it's there now. Um, yeah, those those two settings are probably in the the last month or so. the The game resolution override is probably the biggest one that will affect you. The uh, UI scaling. I don't know if when you plugged it into your TV, the UI just looked tiny, and it was like ridiculous. Like all of the cart, like the game artwork was tiny, which is what I had when I initially. Docked. I don't think so. They then changed it so you can. So you've probably already played it with the UI scaling already on, which is good um because it scales it up still the same resolution it kind of fakes the resolution it does like sets an internal resolution of 800p but then outputs to 4k or whatever your um screen's resolution is um the other thing i always would recommend is i don't know how you've got yours set up currently but i would set the i would turn vsync in the game off so mm-hmm. have an uncapped frame rate output from the game and I would use Steam Deck's built-in or SteamOS's built-in um, frame rate cap and set that to 30 or even 40 if you wanted to. If your TV is 120 frames per second, if it, if it can support 120 hertz, you it can does. get away with 40 um, you, and you can output 40 to your TV then. Um, if it doesn't, you'll need to cap it at 30 and then um, you'll have a much better um, experience with it because otherwise you'll have like lots of micro stutters from in- inaccurate frame timing. And it's it's interesting because I I was hoping that that the Steam Dock was going to represent something that would kind of solve some of these problems. So that's that's a shame to hear, but I'm glad to hear that there is a a, a way to yeah circumvent some of these problems. But I think it speaks. I kind of think the the Steam Dock comes with the complete docked mode. I don't think there is that's not in there yet. It doesn't. There's, there's no see. real like okay. docked mode, and I I think that's part partially why we've had the delay on the Steam Dock because they've clearly been able to ramp up production of the Steam Steam Decks themselves. But the dock is is AWOL. And I kinda think that 
when the dock comes out, well, Valve want that experience where you dock it. It's exactly what you expect. And one of the things we really need is um, being able to set the resolution, the, the docked mode outputs. At the moment, it's dictated by what display you put it in. And it's the reason my Steam Deck stopped working with my capture card. The capture card doesn't know what resolution the Steam Deck wants to output. And so then the Steam Deck outputs its native resolution and my capture card doesn't support 16 by 10. So I end up with not I end up not being able to capture it at all, which is a real shame. Uh, and there's a bunch of other things what I would really like. We have the we have currently the per game performance profiles. I think we need performance profiles for when you're in handheld mode and in docked mode. And it would be great if that could somehow tap into the game. And we have uh, different configuration files that are saved for docked mode and for handheld. Because in docked mode, if you're outputting a different resolution, like a slightly higher resolution, you might want to drop it down from, say, 60 frames per second to 30 frames per second if you're going to sacrifice a little bit of the frame rate for resolution because you're playing it on a much bigger display than you would be in handheld mode. Yeah, and I, I think ultimately that's something... I think that speaks to like what I am most curious about is if we're ever going to get to a point where there is a, a a version that feels seamless in a way where like you can just go for the doctic from the dock to the handheld experience and feel like it feels like a native game, right? Like it feels like you're playing on like, like an a Xbox. Switch. It's like the Switch experience. You yeah, are. and I and I want it to feel like I'm playing on like a Series S or something like that, right? Where it's like, yeah, it's not true 4K or whatever, but like it looks good enough, it runs well enough. Like I didn't, I don't know that it'll ever feel like a Series S. I feel like it would feel like a a fast PS4. Sure. And that the resolution and the graphics are probably going to be similar to what you would expect to output from a PS4. Maxing out at 1080p, more likely hitting that 720p or 900p output with a dynamic resolution scaler. But the the frame rate, I think, is really where it's going to suffer. It's going to need to be capped at 30. Yeah. And that was a big thing we saw last generation, right, was... You get these resolutions because with with like techniques like checkerboarding and stuff on the PS4 Pro, but you never hit that 60 frames per second target. We were suffering with 30 frames per second until this generation, and I just don't think the Steam Deck's powerful enough to output those high resolutions at a high frame rate. Yeah, and I, and I I think you're right, right? Like that's been my kind of my um, fear. I guess is that like damn like it's it's so close to that perfect experience that I'm looking for and it it makes me uh very very thankful for the crossplay experience that is offered in multiverses and I feel like crossplay needs to be the next thing that we like try to bully everybody into doing right like in the well, way that... I think we'll I think we'll touch on that when we get to the I'm PlayStation sorry. PC launcher stuff right because that's probably what it's going to be cross progression cross right? progression is what I meant to say I said cross play and I, yeah. yeah cross progression or cross save whatever you want to say um yes yeah that is something that I really really feel like is the thing that is going to bring the neck the Steam Deck to the next level and that is a perfect yeah. segue into our our conversation around I mean. It's something I even I, I kind of expected Microsoft to do before before Sony. Sure. Because they've got games that are on Xbox and on Windows and the saves don't sync even if I use the Game Pass version of say Forza Horizon five on PC and Forza Horizon five on Xbox. 
they're two completely different saves, two completely different games. The saves don't sync between the two of them. So all the progress I've made on Xbox in, in Forza Horizon 5, I was considering buying that game on Steam because I really wanted to play it on, on my Steam Deck. And I just, I don't want to because I've made so much progress with it on, on the console. The save won't come over with me and it really sucks to, to lose that. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, I think that's the thing that is going to end up being the deciding factor for me or more often than not for not wanting to get a game on Steam to have the ability to play on Steam Deck over on one of these other platforms, right? Because it's like, I have Jedi Fallen Order on Steam Deck, and I booted it up, and I got started with it, and I, I want to keep playing it there, but I also am like, when I'm at home, and I want to just sit and play it on my TV, that's not an optimal experience, especially when it's on Game Pass, and it's yeah. free, and I know I can play this beautiful, souped-up version of it that's going to load better and have a better frame rate and all that junk. Oh, yeah, and it's, it's 4K60 on, on the Series X. But what I, I'm interested what resolution and what um, frame rate you're targeting on it. I presume you've locked it down to 30. Yeah, I, I locked it at 30, and then I tried to push it to 40, and it was going okay. And I was like, all right, like this looks a little bit better, a little bit smoother. Uh, the resolution was the thing I was struggling with the most, the thing that you were saying about being able to uncap and get like the actual widescreen it was like oh yeah because you'll have it in just like a box in the middle and there was like black bars on the side and i was like what the fuck and i was like trying to like mess with that but i couldn't get it to output the right way and that was that was where i was getting frustrated with it um but one one like i guess hack that i will say to target 40 is i often set games to 720p regardless of whether i'm playing it doctor on handheld so i I don't mind like black bars top and button when i'm playing handheld uh and some games will force them anyway um days gone's one of them where it will not support 16 by 10 resolutions unlike spider-man which does support multiple different screen um resolutions like you can have an ultra wide 21 by 9 monitor and it'll you can view all of new york in a ridiculous widescreen um, but you get a little bit more performance out of it because there's slightly fewer lines that the game needs to draw. There's like 80 less lines that it needs to draw. Um, and so often if you're around that 38 frames per second mark, set it down to 720p and you'll hit that 40. Um, and 40, you're right, feels so much smoother than 30. Even though it's only it's only 10 frames per second, big the difference. difference is night and day. Yeah, Honestly, it's, it's a ridiculous. Big Man, I like I long for the days when we didn't care about that actually. Like I'm so spoiled by it now that I'm just like, ah, if it's less than 60, it's tough, man. Like I'm I feel like one of those PC guys, you know, from a couple years ago yeah. just like this is the only way to, you know, like it's, you, you can't play in 30 You asked me about Rollerdrome actually cuz I picked yeah. it up on what I got a code for it from um Private Division and uh, it was on Steam. So Thank I tried you so much Steam by the way. Deck, and um perfect 60 frames per second no issues whatsoever at the full native resolution but even if it wasn't 40 would would be fine with that game i think but it feels perfect i could see why you're interested because you'd probably pick it up on ps5 otherwise yeah or xbox you know it's exclusive to playstation right oh it is i didn't know that yeah playstation and pc i believe tell you what steve that's the second perfect segue to our conversation about playstation's pc launcher so i'm taking the opportunity this time okay uh so uh in spider-man there are multiple references that users were able to call out 
uh, that seem to be kind of pointing to the idea of a PlayStation PC launcher. So this is something that, you know, there has been a, a kind of a, a, a rumor that um, originally started over on the Xbox Era podcast. Their co-host Nick Baker referenced a rumor about a PlayStation PC launcher a couple months ago. And there was this supposed to be this idea. Well, here, I'll read the quote from from Nick. Uh, I've been told that they are going to have a PC launcher, and I believe they're looking into implementing cross-buy with that. So if you get a PlayStation version, you get the PC version just like Microsoft has Play Anywhere, uh, which is very interesting um, for a couple oh, yeah. reasons, right? Like, I mean, obviously for us, very attractive idea, right? Um, especially if there is, like, if you're having cross-buy, hopefully there's, like, cross-progression as well because that's the ideal scenario, right? Being able to do the, all right, if I'm at home and I have access to the television, I can do, you know, the 4K, 60 locked, you know, ideal scenario for the game. But if I want to take it on the road, if I'm going to visit my parents, if I'm going away for the weekend, if I'm commuting and I want to just check off boxes in open world, whatever, right? Like I'll compromise down to 30 FPS or whatever for the Steam Deck screen. And you accept that because it's a handheld experience and that's fine, right? Um, That feels like the dream, right? Realized. I think that is like the perfect situation um, for us as, you know, Steam Deck players, right? Like, yeah. And you know what? It's kind of like, um, it kind of echoes what we had back in the PS3, PS Vita and P- early PS4 era where they did that cross-buy support. Like you could pick up stuff like Undertale on PS3 yep. and play it on, on PSV on the go and the cross-save would come with you. I played Shovel Knight kind of, that way. Yeah, Shovel Knight was the same. There was a bunch of games like that and it kind of feels like it's Sony just, if this is true, waving the white flag and just saying, you know what, we gave up with the handheld market after the Vita and we have no plans on coming back go ahead and and play these games on PC, whether that's on your laptop, whether that's on a handheld PC like the Steam Deck, or whether that's on like a a full rig at home with like a a 3080. So I I think this sounds great, right? And take it with a grain of salt that it comes from an Xbox podcast, guys. So who knows, right? What is, you know, who knows? But (laughs) of course, I'm kidding. Uh, But I, this is a thing that you had a theory about quite a long time ago where you were like, I think this is the direction that they're going. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a PlayStation la- PC launcher. Yeah. What do you think about this? Like, do you think, do you think this oh, is what's so going much down? Sense. Yeah. hundred percent. So the references that were in the, the files that people uh, dug around in uh, were PSN account linked and PSN linking entitlements. And then there was a string of text, which was PlayStation PC launcher. It was just like written out like that. So I think it's pretty clear that, I mean, it could be that these were, it's a development launcher and they're using it to test it, but I don't think so. Why would that be in a retail copy of the game? Um, so I, I kind of feel like there is a launcher. I don't know that I buy that. I believe that cross buy exists with it that, that feels, feels like tough for me deal yeah for me. they just you know we, we we joke about it right but like they're the ones doing the 70 dollars. like they're not afraid to be like no 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 pay us yeah because like you buy the game on steam for for 60 most of their games now are retailing for 70 we haven't seen a steam game that they're selling yet for 70 i don't know if it's ever going to get there if they feel like the pc market won't accept it because I don't think the PC market are very accepting of it. 
Um, I think they the will. Square Enix is the only other one that's attempted it. Yeah. And uh, there was a bit of backlash about it. Yeah, but the game still uh, sold well, right? Like, it's like if people yeah, want the I, game, I think, they'll I pay for it or they'll wait for a yeah, sale. Yeah, people will. You know, yeah, and like well, they'll Steam... wait for a sale or they'll buy it on like a CD Keys style website. Right. And like you said, like you can already get Spider Man at a discount because it's on PC and it's like that's just how that works, right? So, like, I feel like that market will adapt to it if the games are attractive enough. That's mm-hmm. the question, right? But I, I feel like the cross buy just I don't see happening. I just re- I really don't. Doesn't cross feel like a Sony move. No, it does not. But cross progression, I really feel like it could, and that um by that I mean the saves, but also trophies. I feel like PSN trophy support would be huge. Being able to collect the platinum trophy for a third time for you, Pete, with, with Spider-Man on the PC version. Fucking bless. Let's do amazing. it. Amazing. I'm doing it, um, baby. I'm going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done uh, it on Remastered yet. I'm excited. I'm like, let's fucking go. Oh, shit. You're going you're gonna to do that one on Steam Deck rather than on, um, on your PlayStation, do you think? Well, if I want to do it three times, I got to do it on both. <laughs> yeah. Just to say, I feel like what I might do is play it for like just for funsies on Steam Deck and stream it on PlayStation Five, maybe, and like turn it into like a like maybe I'll do some of it off stream and then like get towards the end of it and then be like, let's mm-hmm. do the Platinum Run or whatever. I don't know, but I think that could be a fun thing to do. I've been mm-hmm. I've been like looking for a reason to replay this game, you know. And then they're like, it's coming to PC, and I'm like, all right, I mean, that's a good enough reason. Let's yeah. do it, right for sure. Um, but I, and I feel like aside from that, like friends lists as well as a big one, especially with their big jump into live service games that they're going to be important for with the acquisition of Bungie, it's going to be massively important. They want a cohesive friends list for some reason, their investment into discord. We haven't seen the fruits of fruits of that investment yet. We have on Xbox, like there is integration with discord coming to Xbox is in insider builds at the moment. And I, I feel like just their own launcher, where you can download their free-to-play games for free, presumably they'll chuck the Bungie titles on there as well. So if you want to go and pl- pick up Destiny 2 for free, you go download it on the PlayStation P- PC launcher, just like Epic does with Fortnite. And you can play with your friends on PC or your friend- friends list on PlayStation, and you can jump in, and it's like a cohesive platform. And then I think the interesting question becomes, what does that mean for PlayStation games on, on Steam, right? And, and by extension, yeah, on that's Steam a Deck, big That's a big right? concern for me, because obviously with Ep- when Epic acquired Fall Guys, it was there for a good while because the game was published by Devolver. But that license agreement obviously either ran out or they bought the contract out, and they have now since taken it off of Steam. I do not want to see any of these PlayStation games go away from from Steam. Maybe the cross-buy would be an incentive to use their launcher and get locked into their platform. Uh, And maybe they're a little bit more expensive in that way. Um, But I I still want to see them on other platforms. because, Because, yes, you can install games from other marketplaces on the Steam Deck because it is just a PC. But it's... A pain in the ass in comparison to just clicking a download button on Steam. You have to go around the houses and use a use a bunch of uh, flat packs from the from the um, Discover Store, and it's like I don't want to do any of that. Really, I want to download it. I want to have the benefits of, of running a, a game from from the Steam Store on, on the Steam Deck, which is I get all that shader pre-caching, and I get all those updates that come in, and it's like. 
it does all the legwork for me and the updates are done within the the gaming mode rather than me having to go out to the PC mode to download the update to then go back to the gaming mode and use things like Boiler to get it into to Steam in the first place. Like there's a, there's a whole lot of legwork and yeah, it can be worth it because I played um, a bunch of Far Cry 6 on, on Steam Deck downloading it from the Ubisoft store because those games are not on um, on Steam at all. But it would have been so much easier if I could have just clicked download. I probably would have paid a premium for it. I probably would have paid an extra tenner in order to play buy the game on Steam rather than downloading it from someone else's launcher because it's just not worth the hassle. And I, and I I'm 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 worried about that. Like I I don't I could very much see them doing the like hey like we're doing our this is our play and if you want to play our games you got to come to our launcher and that's that is what it is. But you know hopefully. Um, there'll be some kind of, you know, like maybe like to your point, maybe that's the trade off, right? They're like, oh, you know, you could buy it on Steam or on the Epic Game Store, or you know, um, but if you get it here, it's it's connected to your PlayStation account in a way that it's not over there or whatever. But yeah, uh, but I don't know. That's right? another way you like abolish because they could do it, right? Because at the moment they they're chucking thirty percent of every sale Valve's way or Epic's way, right? They could take that cost and give you the other version on their other platform that they also own. The cross progression's there anyway, so you probably wouldn't have bought two copies of the game if that was the case, because you're just going to play it on the platform that you've got. If if you didn't get the other version of the game, you probably wouldn't pick it up if you didn't already own it. Um, and it's a way to, once again degrade physical sales and push more people towards digital we've got they've got a digital only console now they clearly want people to go digital because they get to keep all of the money they don't have to split it with any other retailer and it makes sense from a business perspective the other aspect to it is like what does this mean for playstation plus do you do we get like the things like the the playstation plus plans do they come over to the pc launcher are we able to pay for that like like microsoft has xbox game pass on pc mm. do we have playstation mm. plus on pc and some of those titles come over because obviously spider-man's on playstation plus now can i play that on pc or is that not is that not going to be part of their angle maybe long term but i feel like they're still figuring out what that play is on console right so it's like the idea of it like coming and being analogous I, I feel like that's tough because there's a lot of games on that service that are not PlayStation games. So it's like, do they have a PC version that they can put on the launcher? How does that work? Can you buy third-party games on the PlayStation launcher? Like, no. Then if not, how do you access? You know what I mean? Like, I, I there's a lot of questions, question marks there that I feel like we'd have to know more about what the PlayStation PC launcher is. Before, like, because if it's yeah. literally just the PlayStation Network Store on PC and any game that you could buy like on steam right like theoretically you could also buy it on the playstation launcher and it's like a competing launcher in the way that like epics is that's a whole other conversation than this is analogous to like the ubisoft store or the ea launcher right where it's like mm -hmm. it's just our games it's just for their games yeah. yeah but even if it was just their games and they included the games that were their games from their subscription service yeah i feel like that would be a good angle to get people locked into their subscription plan because who wouldn't pay $120 a year for a subscription plan if you, you were going to buy Spider-Man and Miles Morales anyway that was already going to cost you $120 on PC anyway 
Although I don't think they've released the pricing for Miles Morales yet. That one might be a little bit cheaper because yeah, it's probably. slightly cheaper on PS5. Um, but say it's $100, you've got the two games that you were going to play. Anything else is like a bonus from, from there and out. Yeah. It's it's interesting because like I, I could kind of see it going either way. Like I, if Sony is really like committed to embedding themselves in the PC marketplace it behooves them i think to play ball with steam because there's a huge segment of gamers that like you know um there's people in our audience right like zade always makes a joke about it where it's like he doesn't want to buy a game on the epic launcher right like and if it's exclusive to the epic launcher he'll wait right or get it on console um and like i'm, I'm kind of the same because ooblets announced um today as of time of recording their 1.0 release it's on september 17th or september 1st sorry and uh i'm not gonna pick it up because i replied to their twitter account and a, a steam release is seemingly on the way there's a coming soon page on steam they just don't have a date for it yet and i really want to play that game on steam deck because i feel like it will play better on steam deck than it will on switch and i want to play that kind of game handheld so I'm holding out, and I refused to buy it on the Epic Game Store because I had such a an awful three-hour-long journey to get Fall Guys installed on my Steam Deck, and right. I just I don't want to go through that because every single time it's go back to desktop mode to update the game, and you don't get notified that there's an update. You just have to kind of know that there's an update and go and get it on like um, a Steam game. So I, I I am one of those players now because I play. I play all of my PC games on Steam Deck. I don't have <laughs> right. another PC. Yeah. Like that's the only place I play them. So I want to play. I want to buy the games on on Steam. And it would be really, uh, really upsetting if the if the PlayStation launcher meant that the Steam sales went away. I really hope that it doesn't. And I don't. I don't think it will. I think it's just going to be an enhanced experience for for those that want it. That those that are in the kind of PSN anyway, and they want to stay there with their friends and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I hope so, because um, I I definitely agree with you um, for the same reason, right? Where it's like the only place I play PC games is these days is on my Steam Deck. Um, so by you know default, like I'm in the Steam ecosystem, right? And already was anyway. Um, that's my preferred launcher between the two. So I you know I I don't really have uh interest in going through the steps that i would need to go through to make the playstation launcher work on steam deck so i feel like if this transition happens I, it would dissuade me from wanting to play those games on pc and i would just stick to playing them on playstation which is where i'm going to play them anyway for the most part right like i really see it as being like a game like spider-man which i've already played through and beat more than once um it's kind of like yeah, if I want to replay it again and I want the benefit of being able to like play it in bed on my Steam Deck, then yeah, that's great. That's a perfect use case for playing it on Steam Deck, right? But like I'm not going to wait to play, you know, whatever, like The Last of Us Part Horizon Forbidden West or sure. whatever. Like you're not sure. going to wait for that to come to Steam cuz you want to play it and you're really excited about it and that and that's well, fair and I, enough even though it, it will come to Steam at some point. And, and even so, right? I'd rather play that game on PlayStation just because I'd rather have it be on my TV and 60 frames per second and we just for all the reasons we just discussed that you can't really get that experience. You can get close to it, but you know, like I gotta say, I feel like I'm I'm a very different player to you. I I primarily play handheld these days, and that's 
a lot to do with the fact that you know my my TV where my consoles are connected to is in the living room. It's in a shared space, and and I have like a sense of guilt that when my partner gets home from work, I don't want to be hogging the TV after they've just worked a twelve hour shift. Like I want to spend time with them and also give them freedom to to use the the shared space if they want to. So I'll often lie on the other couch and be on my Steam Deck while they're using the TV and we're still like hanging out together and doing stuff, but we're doing our own things in the same shared space. And that's why I've played so many AAA games on my Steam Deck. Like I've completed uh Resident Evil 3 remake. I've complete like I'm in the middle of Days Gone. Like these these games are are triple A premium experiences and they run great on Steam Deck. And some of them I kind of feel like are really at home there. Like I've had such a good time with Days Gone as an open world experience. The same with Far Cry 6. Because I can lie down on my couch and do that boring like go here, go there, you know, those kind of quests. And I'm not they're they're kind of mundane. I can have the T V on in the background and they work as like good T V games in those in those points. But then I can also put my headphones on and concentrate on the cutscenes when I need to. Like they it, they work so well. Like Days Gone was way more cutscene heavy than I thought, but I still had a really good time with it on Steam Deck. Yeah, and I, I think it's interesting because I think my experience is kind of inversion inverted, right? Where like the ways that that my partner primarily plays games are on her Switch or on her gaming laptop, right? And like you know, she's yeah, like, so 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 I'm I'm uh, Sarah in your case, and right. like you are Macaulay in my case, and like you use the TV, so yeah. And, like, that's that's where I do the majority of my gaming, right? Like, and even, like, you know, like, Xenoblade Blade Chronicles 3 I'm playing right now over on Switch. And, like, I'm playing that docked on my television because it looks better, right? It's a better experience that way. Um, and I think... Interesting. F- that's unusual. Usually the docked experience is usually the crappier of the two. Yeah. Especially for and, Xenoblade games. No, no, no. And Xenoblade, it's the opposite. It's in docked. Oh, no. I thought it... I, I, I was sure that Chewie said that they looked... Oh, no, maybe you're right. They look crap on one of them. They I look remember. they look bad in handheld. Yeah, because yeah. I, I remember him saying like I was complaining about like it's it's like in 540 I think, um, so it just looks kind of like smudgy. And he's like, well, it's a, it's a lot better than it used to be. You know, like it was it didn't even yeah. really run in handheld very well before. So, um, and I, I I mean I had like the opposite experience to that with Pokemon. I thought it looked like shit on my TV, and I was so like, there's no way I'm playing this on TV. So I just played the whole thing the whole thing handheld. And 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 that that to me is ultimately my mentality about it where it sounds like for you it's like the convenience of the steam deck outweighs you know whatever compromises that you're gonna have to make technologically and and i think for me as somebody who like um does kind of approach games in like a pretty platform agnostic way right where it's like i have a playstation i have an xbox i have a switch i have a steam deck right and where I play a game is based on how it serves me the best at that time, right? So, like, mm-hmm. you know, I have been playing multiverses primarily on my Steam Deck and then on my Xbox as well when I am, like, oh, I just want to sit and play on the TV but and I want to play multiverses. That's been my w- way to play. But because I'm playing Xenoblade right now, my habit with that game has shifted more towards I'm playing it on Steam Deck either because I'm playing with my friend Jack who's also on a Steam Deck and we can hop on Steam Chat and just 
talk into the Steam Deck while we're playing, and it's super seamless and easy. Well, I've not tried that, Shed. Let's talk more about that next week. It's great. Yeah, we can talk about that. And we should try it together, too, so you can get a sense. Because um, yeah. it's really, really easy. It's it's uh, The internal microphone's really good. Um, so... I'm doing it that way or I'm playing in bed as like, you know, hey, like I'm I'm going upstairs and I'm trying to wind down, but I still want to like play for a little bit. It's so like I'll play, you know, for maybe an hour or so upstairs or whatever. Um, so like that to me is so like integral to where I decide where I'm going to play something, right? Is like, is the Steam Deck going to be the best way for me to play this is the first question for me more so than like, how can I get this to be the best experience on Steam Deck? If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I get that. You just look at it as a whole and just be like, I want the best experience. And to be honest, I don't think for the majority of AAA titles that's ever going to be on Steam Deck for you. So unless the main draw is I want to replay this game and it's not my first time playing through in the case of Spider-Man, that's probably going to be the only time you go that's for like it. That's like a perfect me, use case for me, right? Like, I love that I, idea. I, yeah. I, I was just never going to play Days Gone. I, I would have passed it up. I right. wouldn't have picked it up on, on PS5, I don't think, because I just, I don't know, I saw the game and I was like, I don't give a shit about this. But when it was on sale on Steam Deck and I was like... 20 quid i was just like yeah sure i'll pick it up and i'll give it a give it a try and i'm about half i'm about halfway through the game and it's a is i it's about to i'm about to reach like a real turning point in the game and um i'm excited for it i'm, st I'm still having a good time with it slowly chipping away at it i you know i wish i wish i'd play i, I wish more games i want to play were on on steam deck like the i think the only time i don't really I wouldn't really opt to pick play a game there is if it's only available on another platform or if it's on something like Game Pass. Like if I'm if it's on Game Pass and I'm subscribed to it, I don't think I would double dip and, and pay for it, especially considering I'm already subscribed to it. Um but yeah, I'm hoping at some point Game Pass comes to <laughs> comes to Steam as well. That's the dream. Um that'll be a total game changer. Uh yeah. but you know, we'll we'll learn more about this as it comes, right? You know, it'll it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But I think you know, it's very clear that that PlayStation wants to make a play on PC in a big yeah. way. Um, you think it's? Do you think it's imminent though? Like, do you think we're going to see that this year, or do you think it's next year? I I think the fact that there are references in this game, and there weren't references, or we didn't find references to it in previous games makes me think that it's imminent you know or, or at least more yeah. imminent i mean it, it could it could well be that this was one of the tasks that nixies was you know given mm -hmm. like we they acquired nixies make the port the two spider-man games and also this is our strategy we really want like a playstation pc launcher yeah it could be so i mean it's i this feels like one of those things that we could either hear about it in the next six months or it could be maybe 18 months away. Like, I think it's, I don't think it's much further than that, though, right? Like, yeah. the fact that we see a mention of it in a game that came out this year makes me think it's got to be, it's got to mm -hmm. be around the corner, right? They're building the technology and they wanted this game to be ready to take advantage of it when it does launch, you know? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we got a patch for the other games that gets this added somewhere sooner or later right maybe it's there already and it's just better hidden but who's to say um but it, this feels like a where there's smoke there's fire thing right like it's it's i agree yeah i think they'll if they implement cross buy they're gonna piss a hell of a lot of people off who just bought the game for 60 dollars if it comes out within the next few months 
Yeah, probably. But I mean, hey, uh, so Sony doesn't really care about pissing people off when it comes to charging the money, right? I think that's what we figured out about them this generation. Uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. You know, um, maybe, maybe the really truly wild thing will be that they will honor it on other platforms. But like, if you already double dipped, then it's kind of like whatever, right? But like, mm-hmm. who's to say? I don't know. I guess we'll see. Oh, well, you link your Steam account to your PS Five goes yeah. the other way. Why not? They're going to do that with Discord. How is that? It's not that different, right? Like, as long as you're buying PlayStation games, does it really matter? No, I guess it doesn't. I, you know, I, I, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see what happens there. But uh, time will tell on that one. Uh, but we'll definitely be here to cover it on the next episode of the Steam Deck podcast. So thank you all so much for joining us here in episode two. Thank you again to the warm reaction to episode one. Uh, if you want to write in and be part of the show and write in with uh, your questions, your comments, maybe your idea for a main topic, please hit us up at questions at flipscreen.games. Come and join our Discord where we have a thread for the Steam Deck podcast where every week we get there and ask for questions uh, so you can come and be a part of the community that way and get your thoughts right on the air. Um, and I think that's probably the best way to do it, right? Come join the Discord. Come be a part of it. We have a, mm-hmm. a good, fun, inclusive community of gamers over there for you. So uh, as long as you're nice and, and uh, you know, a good egg, you'll be welcome to come and uh, hang out amongst us. So come and keep the conversation with us rolling over there. We'd love to have you. Uh, and of course, head over to flipscreen.games. You can find links to our Patreon where you can get early access to this show and our sister shows, Nintendo Noise and Flipscreen Game Podcast. You can get uh, access to our Patreon exclusive show, One More Thing, and a bunch of other cool perks and goodies, including getting your name read on the air uh, if you become a Patreon producer, among other things. So however you choose to get involved, however you choose to show your support, we appreciate you. And thank you for tuning in for episode two of the Steam Deck Podcast. I've been Pete. He's been Steve. We'll see you next week. <laughs>